Hi everyone, I'm Haley Griffiths and this is The Science of Social Media, a podcast by Buffer, your weekly sandbox for social media stories, insights, experimentation, and learning. Welcome to episode number 60. I'm Brian Peters and this week we're tackling a familiar challenge for many marketers, social media algorithms. Uh, such a good one, Brian. I know I've personally experienced posting something and having less than 10% of fans ever see it. This is a real struggle for social media marketers. Totally something I've dealt with. I deal with it pretty much every day here at Buffer. We actually had Michael Stelzner on the podcast from Social Media Examiner back in episode number 32, and he was chatting about social media algorithms, and that was such an eye-opening episode, so super pumped that we're diving in deeper to those today. So in this episode, we're going to break down the Facebook and Instagram algorithms with an eye for social media marketers and what you can do to influence the ranking of content for your followers feed and overall gaining a better understanding of the algorithms. Yeah, and we dug into several sources to distill the social media algorithms down into seven key factors. Here's a quick overview of the seven factors we'll be covering in this episode. Number one, engagement, two, relevancy three relationships, four timeliness, five searches, six shares, and seven time spent. Let's dive in. Awesome. Let's do it. All right. So first up is engagement, meaning how popular a post is. On both Instagram and Facebook, when a person or brand publishes a post, social media algorithms will typically show the post to a sample audience and see how the audience reacts to it. If the audience reacts positively to the post right away, the algorithm would show the post to more people. That means that a post with more engagement is likely going to get a higher ranking on both networks. And so for Instagram, the types of engagement that they're looking for are likes, comments, video views, shares. Those can be via direct message, um, saves of a post, story views, and live video views. And on Facebook, the total number for engagement is going to encompass things like comments, likes, shares, and views. And there's so many, so many factors on both of these. Um, For both networks, a person's friends and connections influence what posts they see. For example, the stories that show in your newsfeed on Facebook are influenced by the stories that your friends who you interact with are frequently engaging with. Yep. And that's why we're seeing what marketers are calling pods popping up everywhere, which we're going to talk about more in social algorithm factor number four later in this episode. But yeah, we're seeing a lot of similarities in the algorithm for both Instagram and Facebook since Facebook owns Instagram. But I also want to quickly talk about what happens if you don't get that high engagement. On Instagram, the good news is that ranking isn't always a popularity contest. Posts with less engagement but are more relevant to a user can still appear right at the top of a newsfeed. And on Facebook, you might've seen something called bundled posts. Haley, I know you've had a a lot of experience with these. I see these Um, all the time. Yeah, and that's where a pages posts are all grouped up for you in a feed that happens when there's, you know, lower fan engagement is completely dependent on user behavior. So if you're engaging with a pages post on a consistent basis, the stories will not collapse meaning they won't be bundled. But if you have not been engaging with the pages post within the newsfeed, but still check in with that page on a regular basis, the stories will likely collapse or be bundled for you. The difference is whether you are a passive fan or a diehard engaging fan. I guess I'm just not that diehard engaging level of fan with a lot of pages. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Over to our second factor for algorithms, and that's relevancy, meaning the genres of content that fans are interested in and have interacted with. This one is super straightforward. So let's start with Instagram. The order of photos and videos in your feed will be the content that you'll likely be interested in based on your past likes and who you follow. Also based on your relationship with the person who's posting and the timeliness of the post. Facebook is really similar here, but there's also a lot of focus on what is trending. When a friend or page you are connected to posts about something that's currently a hot topic of conversation on Facebook, that post is more likely to appear higher up in the newsfeed so that you can see it sooner. Trending topics appear in the right sidebar of your newsfeed, and Facebook even shows a trending notification sometimes at the top of posts. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we see you know, we all see the same viral videos on Facebook or why you tend to see the same pages over and over again at the top of your newsfeed. Mm. So it's super important for pages to focus on quality, relevant content with every single post. So that will ensure a top spot in users' newsfeeds. Our third key factor today is relationships, meaning the accounts you regularly interact with. Both Instagram and Facebook put a lot of emphasis on this. Both networks have stated that no matter who you follow or who you interact with, you should see posts from your friends and family first. As you can imagine, it's quite easy for these networks to figure out who you have close relationships with. On Facebook, obviously, you can even add your family members to your profile. And so it's likely that Facebook shares that data with Instagram. And in addition to that, Instagram looks at whose content you like, people you direct message, people you search for, and people you are likely to know in real life, which is just mind-boggling. That's a lot. I also read recently that on Facebook, posts that are liked or commented on by friends are shown more, and stories in the newsfeed about a friend's activity are given a higher ranking. Plus, you can even sometimes see if your friends like or comment in a public group, even if you aren't a part of that group. Yeah, it's just incredible how much these social networks know about us and then how they use that to influence the social media algorithm. Absolutely. Number four is timeliness, meaning how recent a post is. Most social networks have a focus on content that's timely and Instagram and Facebook aren't different even though they have these algorithms. They both want to show you posts that are more recent and consequently more relevant. Something from last week might not interest you as much as something from an hour ago, so both networks will likely show you more recent posts rather than a post from a few days or weeks ago, even if that older post had received a lot of engagement. So this implies that recent posts likely rank higher in your feed and that the timing of your posts is still relevant. So as a general rule, it's best practice to post when your followers are online so that they're likely to see it immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is an important one because there are a lot of rumors that timing didn't matter anymore because of these algorithm changes. But from what we've seen, that's not necessarily true. I mean, sure, I am seeing a few older posts on Instagram nowadays, but timing ties in with the part of the algorithm that focuses on engagement. I've personally deleted posts on Buffer's accounts and posted them again if they didn't get enough immediate engagement because you know it, it hadn't signaled to the Instagram or Facebook algorithm that the post should be ranked higher. So then I try another time when more people might be online and I that does work. It's crazy, but it does work. And then that's why earlier, you know, we mentioned pods. Uh, They're becoming a major growth driver for brands. And if you're not familiar with pods, they're essentially a group of brands that agree to like and comment on each other's posts within the first hour or so of posting. 
so for example, we're actually a part of a pod on Instagram and it's, it's had a pretty significant impact on our results and engagement over time. I'm thinking I'm going to get all of my friends to be in a pod with me so that my Instagram yeah. can get better. <laughs> it's not just relevant for brands. It could be for individuals as well. Could be a pot of friends. All right, that was cool. <laughs> Number five is searches, which is the accounts that a user frequently checks out. So for these social networks, they really want you to be spending time in the feed engaging. And that's no surprise because the more that you do that, the more they learn about you. And of course, the better they can tailor your experience. Instagram has come out and said that if you regularly search for certain profiles, it's a key indicator that you're interested in the account's posts and you might not have seen it in your feed. So then what they do is take those posts and rank them higher so that next time you don't have to search for them in theory, improving your Instagram experience. Now, Facebook hasn't explicitly said that they do the same thing, but it is pretty safe to assume that they do something similar to keep you in the feed and not searching if you haven't found something you were looking for. Exactly. And for Facebook and Instagram, it's really all about that user experience, even though sometimes it might feel like it's not. <laughs> uh, and that's why I love Instagram's explore feature, because it really is tailored to what I've engaged with and, and liked on Instagram. Yeah. I actually just went in the explore feature today and found the funniest avocado post. And I sent that to everyone. <laughs> <Gotta> <laughs> some good avocados. stuff in there. <laughs> Next up is shares. So the post that a user is sharing, this is a very clear way to determine if a user really likes a piece of content and that's if they share it with their friends. For us here at Buffer, that's the number one way we determine a post success. And, and obviously Instagram and Facebook also determine that to be a, a highly important factor in the algorithm. For Instagram, they've actually made it very easy to share a post you see on your feed with their friends. In fact, instead of having people tag a friend in a post, which people still do, you can Instagram will automatically go to share that post in a direct message with your friend instead of leaving a public comment, giving you two options to share. And then similarly on Facebook, you can either share to your wall to a friend's wall in a DM, obviously this is review for a lot of our listeners, but these feed into the algorithm flag Facebook that you enjoy the post determining future posts that will be shown to you. So in summary, there are two things the algorithm is looking at here. First is that sharing a post shows that you are probably interested in the post by that account. The algorithm would then consider this one raking posts in your feed. And second is that it sounds like the networks would also consider the people you have shared the post with. So going back to factor number two, relationships, the act of sharing a post with another person informs both Facebook and Instagram that you care about the person. So then they might rank the person's posts higher in your newsfeed in the future. They know even more about us now. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, on to our final factor, which is time spent. So that's the duration that a user spends viewing a post. Since the whole aim of the algorithm is to be able to show you posts that you care about the most, it makes total sense that how much time you spend looking at a photo or a video or a story factors into the algorithm. Facebook discovered that if people spend significantly more time on a particular story in newsfeed than the majority of other stories they look at, this is a good sign that the content was relevant to them even if they don't like or comment on it. So even if they don't engage with it at all. More specifically, Facebook has also said that based on the fact that you didn't scroll straight past this post and it was on the screen for more time than other posts in your newsfeed, they infer that it was something you found interesting and may start to surface more posts like this higher up in your newsfeed in the future. 
We're not sure if this is definitely included in the Instagram algorithm, though they share so many similarities that it really wouldn't be too surprising. Yeah, Haley, I think that's one of the most interesting parts of social media algorithms. That's how, you know, how they track interests of passive users by, like you said, time spent viewing a post, even if the user didn't click like or engage with it. Yeah, this reminds me of a post we wrote on the Buffer blog a while back about how 90% of social media users are passive. And that's one thing brands don't consider, or they might even get frustrated with this, is that so many of their followers actually love their content, they're just not engaging with it. So this is Facebook and Instagram's way of getting around that and still knowing who likes their content. And that's it. It's pretty crazy to think that there are hundreds, if not thousands of things that influence both the Instagram and Facebook algorithm. There are a few best practices that I've learned through all of this, and I'd love to quickly share those before you go. First, make your posts timely and relevant. Second, build credibility and trust with your audience. And third, ask yourself if your post is likely to be shared with your audience's friends. All excellent advice. Thank you for joining us today for another episode of The Science of Social Media. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we would greatly appreciate it if you'd send this episode to one friend or family member who you think might enjoy it. Unlike Facebook and Instagram, we are not tracking if you actually do that, but we would still be super (laughs) grateful. (laughs) Also, feel free to send any comments or questions our way on Twitter with the hashtag BufferPodcast. Until next week, everyone. Mm